Hello, and welcome to the Ross Weekly, where we present to you the latest happenings and upcomings in the Ross community, paired with a deep dive into a hot, com- hot campus topic this week and an upcoming event. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Hoffenbeck, and with me, I'm joined by Preston Hill. How are you, Preston? I am doing well, Eric. How about yourself? I am great. It's a great Sunday afternoon. Of course, it's not even 30 degrees in Michigan, as we uh, unfortunately are in a cold spell before spring really hits. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was thinking like late March, we start to see things warm up a little bit, but that has, uh, has not been the case thus far. But regardless, happy uh, almost April. And uh, in addition to Eric and myself, we also have Andrew Suzuki joining us today to talk a little bit more about APOP, which is coming up this Thursday, March 31st at NECDO. Yeah, and we're going to hear a lot more about that soon. But uh, first, we want to do a quick check-in on some of the recent and upcoming events and happenings. Um, Preston, what's happening on campus this week? Yeah, so a busy week, and I'll be running through kind of a long list. Uh, But I guess starting with Monday, uh, the Energy Club will be hosting a discussion on geopolitical and energy dynamics of the Russia-Ukraine war. And Maize and Brew will also be hosting a happy hour at Holmes Brewery. Uh, on Tuesday, the Gourmet Club and Detroit R&B will be co-hosting a pie hour with Sister Pie founder Lisa Ludwinski. And additionally, the program office will also be hosting an ice skating event at Yost Ice Arena on Tuesday night. Uh, on Wednesday, the big event will be uh, the final 100 last lecture, uh, which will be held in Robertson Auditorium, where some of our favorite, favorite professors will be sharing some advice and wisdom for students as they look towards their post-MBA lives. And then to round out the back half of the week, AABA will be hosting APOP on Thursday night, which we'll be hearing more about shortly. Wolverine Wine Club will be hosting their spring fling on Friday. And on Saturday afternoon, ISBA will be hosting an event to celebrate Holly, which has been billed as, and I quote, the most happening afternoon of the year. So it uh, should be a great experience. And uh, I've got high expectations for it personally. Um, so as usual, all the info on, the, on these events and more can be found on campus groups. Um, Eric, what about what's happening around town? Yeah, I mean, also, holy cow, it seems like every week there's more and more events ramping up. Um, I am disappointed I have to miss the final 100 last lecture because of the existing class, um, but that should be a great uh, experience. Um, a few exciting things happening at the end of the week in Ann Arbor. Uh, the first one is Fool Moon, which I've just hearing about, learned about this week. Uh, it's happening on April 1st, April Fool's Day from 6 to 10 p.m. Uh, it's sort of a light-filled art and creative experiences in Carytown, Main Street, and State Street districts all downtown Ann Arbor. Um, and then there's a Fool Moon Stroll Plus Roll uh, which invites people to dress up, light luminaries, celebrate, spread smiles, and share some love with the A2 local businesses. There will be special discounts and fun times all around town. So sounds like an annual event that is getting a nice resurgence um, as sort of we're in a lull period of COVID. Hopefully it's behind us, but I will not formally state on the record that we are beyond it. Um, and then Saturday, a couple of cool events. Uh at noon is the UM spring football game. It's the one of uh, 12 scrimmages and it's free for students to go see at the Michigan stadium, the big house. Um, and it'll be also streamed on the big 10 network uh, for those not in Ann Arbor, but are eager to watch the Michigan football team gear up to uh, hopefully win the big 10 championship again. I know that was an amazing time last year. And then also on Saturday evening at 7 p.m. at the Blind Pig, which I'll share more about in a second, is Shovels and Rope, which is a great folk band from South Carolina. Um, But I wanted to highlight the Blind Pig because uh, as, you know, the town has opened up more 
post, not post COVID again. Um, it's a phenomenal local concert venue with some great acts, even featured Nirvana before Nirvana really took off back in the nineties. Um, and it's a place that is on my bucket list to get to before I graduate here in about five weeks or so. Um, so I wanted to shout that out for all our current and prospective students at the blind peg has some great shows, check it out on their website. Um, lots going on around town. I should also put a quick plug in for Michigan sports. Unfortunately, the uh, men's basketball team went down in the Sweet 16 to Villanova. The women's team in the Elite Eight, uh, really exciting. First time in program history, and they're crushing it in the tournament. It's really fun to see. And finally, the Michigan hockey team plays this afternoon as of this recording on Sunday the 27th um, for their shot to be in the Frozen Four. Uh, which is in Boston. So exciting times for Michigan sports. Uh, always good to be a Wolverine. Um, so yeah, over to you, Preston. Lots of things going on right now. Yeah, no, that's awesome, Eric. Appreciate you running through that. I will definitely uh, check out the Blind Pig. Shovels and Rope, that sounds great, especially coming from South Carolina. I was in Charlotte before this, so close to home and uh, definitely be checking that out. So that sounds great. Nice. Good. Um, Awesome. Well, just kind of transitioning. So we'd love to uh, now kind of welcome our guest, Andrew, to the podcast. And before we dive into the event that he's worked hard on organizing, well, we always love to hear a little bit more about the remarkable backgrounds of our fellow classmates. So Andrew, to kick us off, uh, could you share a little bit about where you're from, your pre-ROS background, what you're involved with here at Ross, and what you're hoping to do uh, for your internship and and beyond uh, your MBA? Yeah, of course. Uh, hey, first off, thanks for having me here. It's uh, it's great to great to be on this podcast. So I'm Andrew Suzuki. I'm originally from Portland, Oregon. Uh, so the you know the rainy Pacific Northwest. But I actually did undergrad uh, at Ross specifically as well. So really, really double dipping as a a double Wolverine. Uh, so after undergrad, I worked for a healthcare company uh, called Cardinal Health in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, where I did mainly finance and pricing strategy work. Uh, and uh, so through Ross, I'm looking to pivot into management consulting. So I'll be interning at EY Parthenon this summer in, in Chicago. And uh, yeah, eventually, yeah, definitely looking to go into consulting, but focusing specifically on healthcare longer term. Amazing. Uh, congrats, number one, on the internship. That's Thank huge you. news. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure the summer will be lots of learnings and hopefully not too painful. Um, also, uh, very cool. You're the first person I've met who went to Ross undergrad specifically. Uh, oh, a few there's, a, there's a, there's a few there people few? in our class. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, yeah. Welcome back to campus uh, and you. good to meet you since I haven't met you yet. Um, but we'd love to you know, focus in a little bit on APOP now. And um, can you tell us a little bit more about APOP? Um, how long has it been going on at Ross? Um, and what should people expect on Thursday night? Yeah, of course. So just to give you a little bit of high level uh, explanation about APOP, you know, it is a dance competition kind of similar to the likes of Diwali or Afrobeats uh, last semester. Um, In terms of how long it's been going on at Ross, I believe the first iteration was probably around 2017, 2018. And then obviously, uh, I think did it for a couple of years, but then COVID hit. Uh, everything became virtual, and this is the first year that we're reviving it um, as an actual in-person event. So just in terms of like what to expect, like I mentioned, similar to Afrobeats and Diwali, it's a dance competition. 
There's around, I think, nine teams representing uh, different student organizations, as well as just different teams uh, throughout campus. Uh, and yeah, it's just going to be a blast. It's going to be a, a competition, then followed by like a dance party. And we also have our uh, very own DJ Ganji, who is a MBA2 uh, at Ross. So uh, it's a lot of, lot of fun things to, love, a lot of fun things for Thursday. Oh, yeah. And I should also mention uh, for some of our listeners who have not heard about Afrobeats or Diwali or even upcoming Latin vibes in a couple of weeks. um, These are all amazing opportunities for students to uh, volunteer to join these teams, having no dance experience required. And they get to learn these amazing dances from various cultures and organizations from around the country and around the world. Um, And so it's really fun to see our classmates just like totally break it down on stage. Uh, And competition gets fierce, which I I'm imagining is going to be true on Thursday. Oh yeah. We, uh, I won't, won't reveal it yet, but we do have a prize for, for the winning team. Uh, So it, it it should be fierce. (laughs) Amazing. That is awesome. Uh, and I guess kind of on that note too, Andrew, I know you mentioned it's coming back in person uh, this year, but are there any other changes, big, like big changes coming to the event this year? Um, I think the main thing is, is, you know, back in person, huge party at Necto. Um, you know, granted, I wasn't here when they had the uh, actual APOP night a couple of years ago uh, in person. So not not a great you know, comparison point, but I think the main, main uh, change would be that it's, it's back in person. Uh, that's awesome yeah it sounds like it's going to be a great time for sure heck yeah and we know that aaba is hosting it um can you tell a bit more tell us a bit more about aaba the asian american business association correct yep correct the asian american business association yeah and i think the best way to describe aaba at least for me is it's you know it's a community in that sense um Specifically for me, as I was looking into business school, you know, I wanted to be in a place where I would be able to find my own Asian American community just because that Asian American identity is, you know, so key for key in terms of like who I am. And you know, AABA really presents a really great opportunity to interact with people of Asian American descent, um, API heritage and whatnot. So, you know, in a, in a sense, it's, uh, it's a really robust community within Ross um, that that AAB provides. Awesome. And, and I'm curious, this is kind of a follow-up to that too, Andrew, outside yeah. of planning APOP and, and helping to host that, uh, can you tell us more about other events or activities that AABA hosts or participates in throughout the rest of the year? Yeah, definitely. You know, there, there's a ton of events and I think it's a good a mixture of like professional, cultural, social, you know, social like APOP. Um, so just to give you an example, the very first APOP event or AABA event that I went to was a ramen eating competition uh, down, down at the yard where I live. Uh, unfortunately, did, did not win, um, but it, it was a great time just in terms of being able to meet new people. I think it was like the second week of school for us. Um, so yeah, great opportunity to eat ramen and just meet a new cohort of like-minded individuals in that sense. Um, outside of that, you know, there's always, uh, we also had uh, fireside chats. So I know, I think every year, I think it's uh, every single quarter, we try to have one fireside chat and some guests include like Sujin, uh, as well as, uh, you know, uh, kind of more uh, prominent alum uh, that are uh, kind of 
out there. Um, and so that's just an example of kind of the more, let's just say the professional aspect of it. And then another event that I'd like to call out is, uh, I think I consider this one, one of uh, AABA's signature events, but East Meets West uh, is a major event that you know I'd like to highlight. Um, I was actually one of the speakers for the event, but it's a storytelling event in terms of just uh, Asian American individuals being able to kind of tell uh, about their stories um, to the uh, broader Ross community in terms of, kind of their identity, uh, their their uh, their journeys uh, you know, coming to Ross and through Ross and even before Ross and after Ross. I remember I attended East Meets West and it was really oh. powerful. Um, and I actually was thrilled because it was one of the first events that really worked with a hybrid format of in-person, but then there was a great live stream for anyone who couldn't be there. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. So mm-hmm. highly encouraged to do that. And and thanks again for sharing your story. I think yeah. th- that storytelling has been a really amazing part of the Ross community. Yeah. Um, I also have to ask about the ramen eating. Was it a... Uh, like speed contest? Was it quantity? It was a speed in terms of, well, speed and quantity, because I believe there was, what I think like five bowls that we had to go through, but then each of the bowls were uh, increasing a spiciness. Oh. Uh, so I think I, I tapped out after the, the, the like two and a half bowls or something like that. It was just too much. I had eaten a little bit like before it for whatever reason. And yeah, it was too much for me. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible to yeah. hear. Uh, I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, I hope that continues as a tradition uh, each year. Um, we'll make sure focus- it will. <laughs> yes, good. Um, focusing in a little bit on uh, APOP again, yeah. what would you say are the goals uh, for the event either this week uh, but also in the long term. Yeah, I think in terms of goals, I can kind of maybe think of kind of two major ones. I think the first one is to really showcase, you know, the different cultures of Asia. You know, Asia just isn't, you know, one or two countries. It's a lot. And I think you can see by our partnering organizations, you know, we're partnering with organizations like the Korea Business Club, the Japan Business Association, the Greater China Association, the South South Asian Business Association, the uh, Indian Students Business Association, and Taiwan Business Association. Um, So we have a really diverse set of organizations that are participating, and we really want to kind of showcase the different, um, the music and different cultures that are involved um, in in Asia from a popular culture perspective. So that's kind of the first thing. And then the second thing is, you know, we just want to provide a space for the roster to have fun and, um, you know, everyone loves going to Necto uh, uh, on Thursdays. Uh, so just, you know, being able to provide that sort of opportunity as a student organization um, and just being able to have a, you know, a fun time with the community is, is I think, the, the second one. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I appreciate you walking us through that. Uh, and Andrew, I heard too, I guess like while we're still talking about the event, you will be one of the MCs. Uh, I will, yep, yep. Myself and uh, my uh, my co-organizer, Melissa Hu, will be the, the MCs. So we're, we're working on like a, a clever script, but uh, <laughs> be, uh, yeah, be tuned. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, and I guess I'm, I'm curious too, you know, as an MC, but also just as somebody who's going to be there, is there anything that you are, really excited about or you know i guess what are you most excited about for the event itself 
I am just excited to see all the crazy dance moves that all my classmates are going to show. Um, I'm just, you know, I've, I've seen MBA, I've seen, you know, Afrobeats and Diwali and everyone was just, you know, the level and caliber performances were just so high. And I'm just so excited to see what the teams involved uh, in APOP are going to be able to bring to the table. Yeah, no, that sounds great. I'm sure the, the teams will be very prepared and are practicing all this week. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. I've heard uh, rumors in the group chats. Uh, I'm in Section 5, an MBA 2 class. Um, one of my section mates may be breakdancing. So Ooh, I'm I didn't... particularly excited to see if that's true or not. Ooh. I think I do know someone who I think is able to breakdance. And I believe he's participating. So hopefully... Hopefully he breaks it down for us. <laughs> that is that is my hope. I have yeah. been fortunate to see it in a uh, very small house environment. Oh, so on, okay. on the stage at Necto seems like uh, a far better use of his skills yeah. and talents. <laughs> Just got um, me more excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um also, just to make sure everyone knows when and where it's happening, can you share some of the event details with our listeners, like the yeah. registration deadline and, and date and time and all that? Yeah, so uh, just date and time. Uh, it's at, it's at Necto uh, on Liberty on East Liberty in Ann Arbor. Uh, the doors open at seven thirty p.m. and then the show we're uh, aiming to start at eight. And then uh, in terms of registration deadline, we don't have a hard deadline set, but we're uh, anticipating like Wednesday. Awesome. That sounds great. Yeah. So as we mentioned, like you should be able to sign up on campus groups um, before Thursday at 730. Um, it sounds great. Well, Andrew, I guess before we, uh, I guess, kind of wrap things up, is there anything else about APOP or AABA that you were hoping to share with our listeners? No, I think uh, I think that was pretty much it. And, you know, um, just, you know, just to the community, like this is going to be an amazing event. All the, uh, you know, the, the teams have been working so hard to showcase kind of their culture and their dance moves. Uh, so, you know, we would love to see everyone uh, supporting your classmates uh, at NECTO on Thursday night. Awesome. That sounds great. Well, Andrew, thank you for joining us. And uh, this sounds like it's going to be a great event. And Eric, I'll, I'll go ahead and pass it to you to, to read us out here. Definitely. And, and before I read it out, Andrew, just want to say thanks to you and, and AABA for really pulling this together, because um, I think these are the events and experiences that help like bring together the cross-cultural learnings and understandings that honestly is part of the reason why many of us come to Ross. Um, so really huge thank you. And also, we were just talking before recording, like for first years who are in MAP right now, for second years who may not be on campus as much, these are the best ways to reconnect with your classmates after maybe not seeing them for a while. So another shout out, make sure you uh, stop by on Thursday night. Um, it should be an amazing time. So yeah, again, Andrew, thanks so much for, for joining us and sharing today. Um, and this has been another edition of the Ross Weekly, a showcase of the latest happenings and upcomings brought to you by Business Beyond Usual. Today's episode was produced by Preston Hill and myself, Eric Hoffenbeck. Uh, executive producers of BBU are Bob Needham, Christina Weiberg, and myself, though we're excited to announce soon our MBA executive producers for next year. Uh, thank you all for listening. And until next time, go blue. This is Business Beyond Usual.